So the other day I was outside playing with my niece and my nephew. And, you know, I live next to this group home that has these dudes that like aren't all the way there in the head. And one of them leans over the fence and he's like, hey, I like your haircut. For those of you listening, I have a mohawk. He's like, hey, I like your mo, I like your haircut. And I give him a thumbs up. I'm like, thanks, man. And then he says something which I have no idea how to take it. And but but he says over this fence, it reminds me of Hitler. <laughs> now I don't well, know if that means he likes Hitler. <laughs> 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 or but like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, everybody, if you don't know, you should know. This is Mundo. This is the Two Bears Media Review, where we take a deep dive into the rivers of pop culture, talking about all of our favorite movies, music, literature, art, anything we can think of. And today we've got a very, very special episode. Of course, over here are our co-hosts of sorts. We have the Vanilla Bear, Patrick. What's up, Pat? What is up? And a so, very for go ahead. And a very, very special <laughs> guest. We've got a resident dear Jake. What's good? Hey, hey, how are you doing? Hey, thanks for uh thanks for having me on here. You know, uh yeah. for, first time participant. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I enjoy it. I'm happy. I'm happy. We need an expert on the topic. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll try my best. You know, uh, you know, I I'm a I'm a big you know, fan of, of music. And, you know, I like, I like history. I like learning, you know, my, my fiance, she teaches me a lot, you know, a lot of my music knowledge comes from her. So, you know, nice. that's, uh, you know, a lot of the things that I spat, you know, come from, come from her, but, uh, <laughs> nice. you know, I'm, I'm always learning. <laughs> uh, so Jake, before we get too far, I don't yeah, think up? we've ever talked about this. Um, for all of you out there, Jake and I work together. We talk a lot about movies, TVs, all this stuff, but yep. Uh, the Hitler jokes have a special place in our heart because there's a TV okay. show from a previous episode that we've done that I believe if you oh, can remind me yes. uh, Jake doesn't know this fact and I kind of was hoping to blow his mind with it um, <laughs> there oh, was yeah. a sitcom I mean, back in I the mean, day made about we, Hitler we Look can up talk the name about of it. Hail Honey I'm Home anytime right. you want <laughs> <laughs> is that what it was called the show yeah. lasted till its first commercial break and they yeah. canceled it it is it is listed <laughs> as the shortest running tv show of all time uh, it was it was a british production about hitler who's living okay. in a like apartment building but his neighbors to the roof of him are jewish <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> and it's and what, 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 what year did this come out? Uh, uh, early '90s. But oh, instead geez. of like it being like one of those things where they take like a historical figure and like fit him into mm -hmm. modern day, he's like in full like SS regalia. Oh gee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Great All right. stuff. All right. You're, yeah, you put something on my radar that I'm definitely gonna have to check out later. Um. Yeah. yeah. I, I learn. I learn something every day at work. You know. I'm just. Something I never, never knew that I, you know, thought yeah. that I ever needed to know, I guess. <laughs> no, no, if you needed to know, well, I always think of these like little bits of factoids as like my who wants to be a millionaire fund. Like 
if I ever go on cash <laughs> yeah. tab or something and need like random bits yeah. of information, they're up here, but I just got to be asked the right question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, very yeah, yeah. interesting topic today. Nope. Uh, dead musicians and where they might be uh, in the in the modern age. Uh, boy, oh boy, is this is this an interesting subject to be talking about, isn't it? Because something that oh, you yeah. can't like quantify is, yeah. is how people's careers go. Um, I mean, you have people like you have bands like ACDC who you know they themselves joke about making the same records over and over and over again but then you got somebody like david bowie or madonna who seem to change themselves every five to seven years you know and something that's so so hard to pin down with a lot of these people um is where they would be in the future just because they died at so young And I think that it is a crime to have this conversation without at least mentioning the uh, 27 Club. Now, for those of you who don't know, the 27 Club is a collection of of artists, mostly music artists, but but there are painters and and film artists that are considered part of this troupe. Uh, But it's the collection of people that have died uh, at the age of 27. And I mean... You know, I did some research. Apparently, there's nothing superstitious about it. Like, there is no proof that you are more likely to die at the age of 27 if you are a musician. But people, it's like the white lighter thing, you know? But it happens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And some of the people uh, on this list already are, you know, uh, uh, Robert Johnson. Uh, a famous artist of the 1930s. Of course, we have Jimi Hendrix, uh, Janis Joplin. And something that surprised me was Janis Joplin being dead. I don't know why, but I still thought she was alive. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that woman's way dead. <laughs> of course, Jim Morrison of, of the Dwarfs fame, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, I mean, what the hell is going on here? You know, and, and I mean, is it is it drug use? I mean, you could definitely quantify a lot of these. Things. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah, most, <laughs> most, most of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just gonna, we're just always gonna have, I mean, drugs are always gonna be a problem, especially in the music. Any sort of entertainment industry is gonna have some sort of of abuse uh issues um is there any one of 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 them in the 27 club that you guys want to uh start out with uh uh, jake you are our guest of honor any one of them that that you want to get on top of right away um man i'm trying to think uh you know which which ones exactly were in the in the 27 club you know i i man that's like I know that obviously there's like you know a lot of them, um, or <laughs> yeah. at least a decent amount. But you know it's just trying to uh, think. Well, I, I'll uh, Jim Morrison, right? Yeah, man, Morrison. Yeah, man. Well, we'll start with Morrison. Yep. Yeah, Morrison, uh, born December eighth, nineteen forty three, died July third, nineteen seventy one, of uh, heart failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is 27 years, 207 days into his life. 
Um, I mean, the doors, man. Can you get any more iconic than the doors? Dude, they were awesome. <laughs> I no, mean, yeah. Eclectic. I mean, eclectic. Yeah. You know, the, the thing that always kind of trips me out with some of these, um, you know, more classic bands is actually not their, how many records they put out, but how few of them they put out. And oh, yeah. the Doors together for merely six years put about an album out every year. And that's a pretty low number, it seems, for a lot of those past bands. Um, yeah, I mean, passing away in, in, in the early 70s, where would have he gone? Would have he, what do you guys think would have happened to him? I think that he had the personality and he had the type of, of, of way with music that he could have definitely hopped onto this harder, harder type of rock that was happening, you know, late seventies going into the eighties. What about you guys? So, all right. So where like, yeah, with, yeah, his music style. Yeah. I see, you know, he could be, you know, that, yeah he has you know the type of voice where yeah he could have you know uh definitely you know made some songs probably hit the top 100 probably wouldn't be you know hitting any you know hot hot 40 or anything like that in the 90s um but really where i see um jim morrison is with see he was he was an art student you know he was a he was a film student rather you know he was very you know a very artistic guy and one of his biggest one of his biggest things was he he hated the spotlight and one of the and you know one of the big reasons why the doors really broke up in the first place had to do with just him becoming kind of a sex icon and he didn't like that he wanted you know people to you know listen to the music listen to the message you know but you know people were you know you know just looking at him more of a sex symbol and he was like you know i i'm not a a big fan of that that level of spotlight. So, you know, the way that I see that career more going is him kind of focusing more on the, the art side, more than the music side, more um, like making his, you know, making or producing art films, you know, just, you know, trying to, you know, hit the little, you know, hit that indie circuit. And, you know, whenever that fails, you know, in the eighties or nineties, then he'll, you know, hop back on that doors train, you know, do a few, you know, shows here and there. You know, headline a music festival. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could yeah. see him being one of those people too that like a ton of songs come out over decades, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you learn that he actually wrote all these songs. Oh yeah, and you had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's what he did for twenty years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it it would be more of an underground thing, you know. He, you know, he would just, uh, you know, do it under a fake name, you know, do it under a, a different band. You know, but yeah, yeah you, you, would be, you would be able to tell. Yeah, in in hindsight, it's like, yep, that's that's Jim. <laughs> you almost Jim Morrison's. <laughs> They're like, man, did you know that James Morrison and Jim Morrison are the same person? <laughs> 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 um, I really like something about what you said there. Um, um, with with getting into film, I could definitely see him becoming a a one of a kind composer. Yeah for for some of these i can oh, yeah. definitely yeah, yeah yeah definitely see that going on um i mean especially with the i mean the doors music is very storytellery anyways oh yeah uh, so without yeah, it yeah like like he 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 called himself a poet before a musician no he's one of those guys yeah <laughs> he's an art <laughs> student <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, don't call me a poet. <laughs> don't call me a musician. I am a poet. I yeah, probably... he, I mean, he, he died in France. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually took a tour of uh, LA and I saw where he lived. Uh, uh, during, oh, really? Yeah, during his college years. Oh, dang. Yeah, it's like the like crummiest spot of LA you could imagine. It's just <laughs> crazy whenever you see that because you're just like, damn, how many of these people started out in a spot like that? Yeah, like yeah, you see the the first you know recording studio, or you know you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you see you know their first notepad, or yeah, just those pictures, and it's like like man, you wrote that album in that garage. Yeah, it's like literally anybody can do anything in, in, in the world you know you just need that drive like some of these people have but i certainly do not <laughs> uh, what, what about you patrick any of these uh 27 members that you'd like to discuss about um i think that i'm probably i, I kind of want to get into hendrix oh my god uh because I mean, Him. Hendrix is one of those guys that has such, you know, once again, I say about the Doors having such a, a low number of albums and only being out for such a short mm -hmm. amount of time. Hendrix is like that with his life. This is a dude that's so iconic and, and so eclectic <laughs> to just the general population that it's almost obscene that he died at 27 years old. Like this is a dude that you'd <laughs> expect to be a legend, you know? And well, he that's the thing. Legend. Like that, dude, you nailed it. Yeah. That's yeah. why, like, he yeah. is a personality that we didn't get to see grow, and it's oh. very sad for me. Yeah. Um, uh, because so, even so you know, we, we got it real quick. November 27th, mm -hmm. 1942, and then passed away September 18th. Uh, 1970, and his was asphyxiation. So, so homeboy probably liked to, you know, probably went out the way that Dave Carradine did. If we're gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, regardless, hopefully he was enjoying himself. That's yeah. all that matters, really, right? Um, <laughs> no, like you know, I know, like. We have never had the opportunity to see him play live, but even watching just the videos of him, you can see the personality so much that you just want to know what that turns into in the 80s and the 90s. Like even as he's older, yeah. him being up there with a newer artist and him just rocking it out while some per somebody else is collaborating with him. Oh yeah, yeah, Jimi Hendrix and Matchbox 20. You know, you know, oh, give her that sweet. Santana. Add, add Jimi oh, Hendrix my God, to that dude. solo. Stop oh with my the God, you know, what? You know, what, you know or oh. you know, maybe maybe he would you know be able to make a good Nickelback song. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> or just make you know, it. Grab you know Jimi yeah. Hendrix and Chad Kroger. You know the the single. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that it's insane because once again this dude had such a such a short career uh by the time he he passed away he was the world's highest paid musician oh dang i didn't know Crazy. that yeah 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 his and 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 you know headlining woodstock i mean this is a dude that would have would have been oh yeah his, his career was it was beginning yeah exactly 
And I don't think that, you know, there's a, there's a chance that if this dude never stopped until, you know, the, the nineties or 2000, that he would have been the undoubtedly the number one musician in history. Oh yeah. He would be, you know, headlining, you know, music festivals. He'd still be touring, you know, his name alone, you know, would still be selling out arenas. And that's where I see him. For some reason, I see him as somebody who wouldn't be afraid to hop on to the new generation. No, for sure. You know, I he'd go right into it. Doing some, doing some stuff for, for some hip hop. And yeah. some and so disco Hendrix. Oh, that's what I need. Man, yeah. imagine like when Dre was happening and you got like a yeah. crazy bridge from him or something in the middle of this rap song. Yeah, I mean, even having even having a I mean, could you imagine what what a Hendrix Jackson, Michael Jackson oh. combo Ooh, would have been in? I guarantee you he would have been on top of that. I guarantee yeah. you that he would have been on top of that. Um I mean, yes. I, I think that he would have uh, replaced Eddie Van Halen and beat it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I yeah. love Eddie. Halen but... would have beat it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beat it, Eddie. <laughs> I remember one time uh, we were going for a little car drive with the family, and I had just blazed up and hopped in the car, and we all turned on the radio. Dad's flipping through all the channels, and all along the watchtower uh, was playing. And at the very same time, my sister and I were like, oh, turn that back. And my dad was just like, geez, I'm guys, I can, I can guess who the stoners in this car is. <laughs> <laughs> but that song's a banger, probably the best cover of all time, in my opinion. Oh, it's great. It's up there. Yeah. Um, a, a, a more closely related to, to, you know, just in time, I mean, uh, for us, I mean, I personally was absolutely devastated when Amy Winehouse passed away. I thought she was a dark soul. Oh one. my god! And and oh yeah, I mean, she was. You know, once again, and I and we're gonna keep on saying these things over and over and over again, but just at the beginning of her career, almost, you know maybe maybe not in terms of of like how long she had been doing she's been doing it for a minute but worldwide popu- uh, popularity and and getting up there i mean in terms of of substance abuse you could not get a more depressing tale than than amy winehouse you know i mean and she sang a, about it. You knew yeah. about it. Like it wasn't. Yeah, she, she, she put thing. it all out there. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, got to respect somebody who's, who, who can, who does that, you know, she's like, these are my battles and I'm working on them, or at least I'm trying to work on them. And any of us who, who know people that have gone through substance abuse problems or personally have gone through substance abuse problems, we all know that that's a, that's a hard battle to fight. And you know hers is just so depressing uh uh going through it and 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 trying really trying to do it but you know we're all our biggest demon well it's crazy so i just thought about it as you were going through your explanation but it actually makes me think that someone like a demi lovato learned from her sure yeah you know like saw the pitfalls and saw what could happen if you kept going down a path yeah. And never did anything to make it better. 
I and and I hope that it's a warning sign for other artists. Once again, Amy Winehouse, born September fourteenth, nineteen eighty-three, uh, passed on from us July twenty-third, two thousand eleven. I mean, just a rising up on the ten-year anniversary. Yeah. Of it, you know, and in two more of those, she will officially be dead longer than she was alive. It's crazy, oh, man. you know. And and don't don't make time relevant. <laughs> <laughs> right, time is don't irrelevant. Think about time. <laughs> um, and I think that that Amy Winehouse right now um, would be almost on the Lady Gaga path. I think that she would have advanced on from music. I think that she's beautiful. Oh, by that in that sense, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. She was more artistic than I thought she was music. Right. Yeah. I think that she would have gotten into a TV show, maybe a movie. um, Yeah. Composing original songs for movies, maybe being a composer herself. (sighs) Yeah. Um, I mean, I could definitely see Amy Winehouse having like some trippy David Fincher score for. Oh my God. For some like. For Fight Club 2. I did my quarterly check today. Shut up! What if she wrote Fight Club 2 music, man? It would blow my mind. Dude. <laughs> I would love that. Ah. So and then much. she got to do the Pixies remake, so that yes. could be in the movie again. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big... I'll never have that. Thanks for making me wish for something that will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and before we move on, I, uh, I'm going to get probably some flack for this, but being as we're talking about the 27 club right now, and, and, and we just did three of them. So uh, I think we could do one more and then move on maybe two more, but I yeah. just got to say it right quick. Not that I'm, I would never be happy about somebody being dead. Right. That's beyond me. But I'll tell you this, I think in terms of a death that helps somebody's celebrity a bit, um, Kurt Cobain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think that he would have, you know, people, I think that Nirvana had one okay album that people thought was great because he died. And, And beyond that, I mean, once again, I understand I get flack from it all the time whenever I'm at bars. We talk about Cobain, born February 20th, uh, 1967, died April 5th, uh, 1994. Um, I'm just not a fan of the dude, guys. Hey, I mean, you, you don't have to be a fan. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Cobain, but I'm, I, I'm on the exact same train of thought as you. Sure. Um, I, I was literally just thinking about this, you know, right beforehand, you know, I'm just, you know, looking, you know, looking at, you know, Kurt Cobain, you know, you know, what, what was his life like? And, you know, I'm just, you know, reading, you know, every single quote by Cobain, it's, it's all, you know, super sad, super depressing, super, you know, the world sucks, you know, fight corruption, yeah. you know, everything sucks. And, you know, there's even, you know, I read that, you know, there was this quote that I guess uh, when he was 14, he was talking to a schoolmate and he was like, you know, my, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to become a famous musician. I'm going to become rich and famous. 
you know, and I'm going to kill myself basically, you know, when he was 14, you know, he predicted that. So yeah, I really, I don't see a world where Kurt Cobain doesn't kill himself before 1999. I totally agree no i totally i also which is why and i heard that quote before which is why i think it's in you know in in general i'm not a conspiracy theorist but to take Mm -hmm. somebody's death like that (laughs) and to pin it all on their significant other it's like fuck you people (laughs) yeah (laughs) right that's crazy and you know what like i thought about it too and i actually made a note of that i feel completely the same way i don't think even if he did live past 27 it wouldn't have been much longer i think he was invaded yeah. to die early it was just yeah. something for him whether if it was yeah whether it was uh by his own hand or not yeah. you know it was like for me it's not making 30. it out yeah <laughs> and he was a before 30 year for me but like i i kind of saw even just his music like you know my favorite band is grunge later end of grunge but like really the only people that listen to them now are extreme loyalists yeah (laughs) that's you know that's where nirvana would have ended up they would have had their extreme loyalists that still followed them 15 years later but it wouldn't have been anything where he was rising no 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 no. and 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 i mean honestly and he didn't have others he might now really even if he didn't even if he wouldn't have taken his own life he probably wasn't long for the music industry anyways. He's so yeah. anti-establishment mm-hmm. and anti-consumerism that he probably would have at mm-hmm. some point just been like, fuck this, and went to Italy to learn how to make shoes. Now, here, here's a question for you guys. <laughs> would you rather... You in... just, you did not. <laughs> you just made reference Sorry, to I just bought, him, didn't you? That. you didn't. <laughs> I just love the fact that Daniel Day-Lewis quit acting to make shoes for six years. I love that. It's awesome. <laughs> what was your question, dear? No, no, sorry. No, yeah, I, I got a question. So I guess in, you know, the year, you know, 2021, would you rather have, yeah, Nirvana or the Foo Fighters? Oh, Ooh, okay, that's a what? tough one. Foo Fighters, because I... <laughs> This is so stupid. <laughs> Only because <laughs> whenever I was in high school, um, I had a friend who used to like backyard wrestle and he would make like compilations of his backyard wrestling matches to food fight Foo Fighters songs. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I love there, that. there are certain Foo Fighters songs that I can't think about without seeing like somebody get slammed onto like a bed of tape, a bed of nails, or like <laughs> it's like, is someone getting the best? Yeah, they're you like know, smashing chairs. top rope, suplex them through a table. <laughs> God. Like, yeah, you know I got the best of you. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely did. Yeah, so it has to be Foo Fighters. Just for you can see it in your head, can't you? <laughs> I, I can, I can. I'm never going to, every time I listen to my hero, that's all I'm oh, going to hear. Oh, God. That's so great. <laughs> if I watch, when the next time I watch wrestling, it's all I'm going to think about. <laughs> what Foo Fighters song goes with this match? Dude, that's what happens sometimes to me. <laughs> Oh my god. I absolutely love it. Um I guess the last one that I want to uh uh talk about just because once again I only today realized that she's a member of this. 
I don't know what. <laughs> That's that wasn't a joke. I really didn't know that Janice Joplin was dead. Uh, <laughs> born January nineteenth. So, did Did you learn that today? Forty three. Yes, because I. I yeah. Yes, I did learn that today. Yep. Right Ooh. during lunch break at work. <laughs> <laughs> Born January 19th, 1943, and died October 4th, uh, 1970. Janice Joplin. Um, I. So you're 50 this. years behind. I love this. <laughs> I love this woman so much. <laughs> um, she's one of the highest selling uh, American musicians all, of all time. With over 18.5 million units sold, uh, she died what of what is a suspected heroin overdose. So once again, we get into the substance abuse problem. Um, the thing about dying that of that way uh, from that substance all that time ago in the 1970s is, I mean, heroin at that time is not a you know super popular thing. You know, she may have been one of the first mainstream deaths that occurred because of of the horse. You know what I mean? Um, known for her blues music, known for for her you know unique blend of psych rock, um, a little bit of prog rock in there. Um, this is another one where I think that she could have just. I don't think that she would have necessarily adapted into the new styles of musics coming out, but I think that her sticking to herself would have made an impact all on its own. She would have been much like um, a Rolling Stones or, or, or perhaps where, or even ACDC where she, if she would have just stuck to herself, she would have gotten that unique Janis Joplin a uh, flair to her music. What about you guys? I'll have yeah. Jake go because Jake gave a good little bit on that. <laughs> yeah. So like, like, yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Janice, she would like, especially, you know, when she, she died at the, at the perfect time, you know, she died at just the right time to become, you know, what you said is, you know, one of the top selling artists where, you know, had you know kept going with the music thing um she definitely would probably she i say definitely probably would have died during the eight like the 80s more disco mtv era um i know she was uh she was very self-conscious about her looks um so you know being you know the forefront of like music videos during the mtv era probably wouldn't have been her whole style and you know her biggest you know selling factor was you know her super full and powerful vocals um, you know, nowadays, you know, I think that she would be, you, you think about this. Yeah. You're like, oh, Janis Joplin. She's so ha has this, so such a unique voice. Obviously it's going to be her, but what you aren't expecting is operatic Janis Joplin. You're thinking falsetto Janis Joplin. She's hiding herself behind that bunny suit. You know, she can use whatever voice she wants. She's going to win that competition because you're not going to expect Janis Joplin to sing Phantom of the Opera. No, but I'd pay money for it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God. Uh, anything you want to add on to that, uh, uh, Patrick? Not really, because I honestly don't know much about her myself. 
I don't know that I have a great idea. I mean, obviously, their style of music, I don't know, kind of similar to you guys. It's that older style mm-hmm. R&B. Um, I think you would have seen her influence more of the people coming up, right? You're, you know, kind of like how John Mayer is his own R&B sound. And you started mm-hmm. hearing that in the next people coming. I think he learned a lot of that from things that she did and a lot of things, you know, from other people similar to her. So I think she ended up having an ultimate influence anyway, just from that standpoint of teaching people the mm-hmm. rhythms to use to make great R&B music. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, she, she was definitely, yeah, definitely an influence. So, yeah, no, no, no matter what, dead or alive, she, she would have, uh, yeah, influenced a lot of music. Oh, yeah. Been, been right in there for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. Unless if there's anybody else from the 27 club, I think we can move on from this and talk about yeah. other, uh, um, musicians that have passed before us. Yeah, yeah. no, I have one I really want to get into, uh, cause he's one of the more recent ones. And I think that you lost an entire genre of music long-term because of it. Uh, hit us. Um, uh, Avicii. Mm-hmm. I kind of talked right. a little bit about it with Jake. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, of yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but... September 8th, 1989 and passed uh, April 20th, 420 Blaze It, motherfuckers, uh, 2018. Uh, right before, just... day before my birthday. <laughs> oh, how bad. Just barely... Uh, making it past the 27 club, uh, the 28 yep. club, as it were. Yep. Uh, no cause of death given uh, for Mr. Avicii. Uh, uh, Which is on. crazy. Yeah. Uh, but like I kind of looked at him. So uh, Steve is a big David Guetta fan. And Avicii was kind of jumping in on the back end of feel like a lot of that that was happening yeah and when david Guetta decided he was kind of out and was kind of tired of making the big albums and making that stream of music super popular avici was stepping in and becoming that youth growing that music style again and i don't think anyone came up behind him so i think you lost your edms and you lost your different things that but yeah. I guess is is EDM really gone? Though? Like like yeah, I under, like yeah. He, well, it is mainstream. He, is a big, he was he was yeah, like he was big. Like, and when I yeah, when I listened to his like his music, and when I listened to yeah, just um you know 2020, 2021 hits, think that he would still be uh yeah, he'd be doing yeah some really good uh, producer work, especially behind yep. the scenes. Um, I know he has like he hasn't was was his uh, last hit what or hit her album in like 2015 i believe yeah and then he so, did some singles yeah, uh, yeah. over time so that's yeah thing that's so hard to you know these i mean edm anyways mm-hmm. is a very like singular song uh based music you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it isn't yeah yeah it isn't I, often labeled characterized by albums the way that other uh, mm-hmm. uh, bands or artists kind of are. That's the effect, though, right? Like, there's David yeah. Ghetto songs from 15 years ago that still are used at a regular dance club on a nightly basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, people love it. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. Yeah. In the mainstream, you have definitely seen a a lack of of electronic music being represented. And that might be because of Avicii's departure from us. And that might be because of Daft Punk breaking up. Um, That's true. Yeah. It's, it's impossible to tell, mm-hmm. but boy, oh boy, did he have some, some absolute bangers out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can still, you know, even listening to stuff, you can totally see him, you know, just making beats or, you know, just working with even, you know, like, like do Lipa, for example. Yeah, you know, like he would, mm-hmm. you know, do, you know, some, some good work with, with her or, you know, any other modern artists that I are slipping my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm more of an old, of an old school. No, no, but seriously, I, I do he, see him being um, like, you know, still staying relevant. I can see Avicii and another person, Chester, Lincoln Park. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. That would be yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah, like I, I, I see that kind of in the same, like I, I guess a similar wavelength of, you know, just their type of music where, yeah, he died so young, Avicii, where it's hard to say where his, where he would be, you know, in five to 10 years, you know, but, you know, even with, uh, with Linkin Park, you know, you can, I could, I could totally see them. I could see Chester, you know, coming out, you know, in, you know, five, five years, even in, in two years. And, you know, they're going to drop a Lincoln park would make a huge comeback in today's era, man. I can see that you know, working with Avicii like and doing like that. Yeah. Just having, you know, Lincoln park and Avicii let's, let's get it. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like so, they did so with Jay-Z. We're talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, Chester Bennington board eight, March 20th, 1976 passed on from us July 20th. Uh, 2017 death by hanging um yeah you want to talk about something that i would be so into i mean it is no known secret to anybody that this little boy over here is such a lincoln park fan i absolutely think that that they are a band that kind of uh like meant something really to me growing up and you know, like you said about about in the end was the first rap first that I learned how to sing. So good, <laughs> yeah. And, and what you said about them coming through and and teaming up with with Avicii, I mean, that reminds me of of Collision Course. You can't tell me that it wouldn't have been awesome. Oh like, no, it, it like yeah, they they would have definitely cracked the hot forty. You know, they would have yeah. De- yeah definitely hit hit it up there. Yeah, they they would have if that wouldn't have happened, you know, within the last year or two years, I guarantee you that that they would have made a massive comeback and, and certainly straight into the 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 population's eyes. I mean, Chester mm-hmm. yeah, was, and, was always somebody who, who wanted to experiment and do something more. That's why we have the mm-hmm. collision course album with jay-z so yeah i think he does. exactly yeah like lincoln park yeah. they they did a you know him and just lincoln park they did a great job at you know adapting to you know modern music you know they always changed their sound you know and you know but it was always good it was always yeah it was always good they always they didn't adjust they, they so knew how to do it. it yeah and yeah. it still had the feel of lincoln park you know this isn't 
some new band trying some new sellout crap. You know, it's just Lincoln Park just trying something new. You know, yeah. So they just needed mm-hmm. they just needed one or two more albums I mean, to, the, to really re spark that fandom. They were the band to be pissed off with, you know, like yeah. <laughs> you, oh my god, you were, you were mad about something. You had to. You wanted to go in for a fight. Somebody, yeah. You know, like this is what you listen to for sure. Dude, yeah. this was my. They are basically dubbed as one of my first pre-game hockey playlists. Yeah, that would just get me in a mood, man. I was ready to kick some ass, even though I was in a net and I couldn't do a lot. I'll get you. It made you, it made you feel it. that way. <laughs> made you. Feel no, it, it, it's a good, yeah. it's a good hype band. Good hype band. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, Chester Bennington, a one hype man would, yeah. would want that in my life. <laughs> you know, yeah. I bet you he's so supportive to his friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, something that, that, I love about uh, the music industry is how close knit, how tight uh, everybody everybody is, and the way that they honor everybody else uh, who has come before the, before them. Of course, we are all um, we all know about uh, uh, the amazing Don McLean song "American Pie," and in it, uh, he refers to the day that music died. Uh, this is the day in February 3rd, 1959, when Buddy Holly and bandmates Richie Valens and J.P. Richardson died in a plane crash uh, in Iowa. Um, I mean, Buddy Holly, what you going to say about him? You know, born September 7th, 1936 and died in 1959. This is a man that is was going places. You know, he's one of maybe the most difficult to quantify just because of when he died. You know, whenever he he opened for Elvis, you know, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And and I don't know if it's if it's the land of music that that's changing or maybe it's just always changed so quick and so abruptly. But it just seems that from like the mid 2000s onto the the modern era um it seems like the last 15 years has been identified by some sort of either either rap hip-hop or r&b artists constantly coming and going where it seems like every decade there was a major change up um going from like the 50s into the 90s and Buddy Holly is somebody that I would have been super interested to see where his career would have taken off. Um, you know, this is this is a, a guy that that is probably most known and his music became super well selling because of him dying at the age of 22. And that's so young, like kids oh, don't yeah. even know what they want to do that's when they graduate baby. college. <laughs> I'm, know I'm old enough now that yet. I think that's a kid. It's <laughs> a <Yeah. laughs> <So> you. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he was he was almost like you know, almost like a martyr, you know, just in the way that you know he died and you know, is just you know, just you know, oh music music died because Buddy Holly and you know his friends died, you know. 
Yeah. You know, you know because of him, we had, you know, Don McLean. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, no, no, but <laughs> no, it, it, it's hard to say, you know, for sure. I, I don't know a whole lot about Buddy Holly. You know, I'm, I'm 24. You know, I am, you know, not a, he, not hugely knowledgeable about, you know, that time frame. Um, I know the, the Beatles loved him. So, you know, maybe there's that Beatles collab down the yeah. line, you know, Paul McCartney and Buddy Holly, you know. What he had already done so much more prevalent and put him on the radar of yeah. more people than maybe would have known. Yeah, for sure. What yeah. was going and, on. Yeah, and, he, and his, his songs are great. He, like, he, he's great. You know, I, you know I, what I listen to, yeah, he's, he, he could have done a lot, I'm sure, Gosh. musically. You know, but it's sad to see on um, that 22, man. <laughs> 22, I mean, yeah, come on. That'll be the day. <laughs> that, that was maybe in bad taste. <laughs> um, but let's oh, talk God. about let's let's move on um, from from that one and talk about uh, one of them that that passed away kind of with a full career a little bit behind them. Uh, born January 8th, 1935, died August 16th, 1977, at the age of 42 from a heart attack. Uh, let's talk Elvis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I have some memories with the Elvis topic <laughs> myself. <laughs> my, uh, my dad's parents, my, grand well, my grandmother, grandfather on his side, he... Uh, they had an entire room that was enshrined to Elvis. Yes. It was insane. <laughs> yes, Patrick, yeah. Um, I had, because of them, I had an Elvis cape as a child. There's pictures. They exist. An Elvis um, cape? Huh? A cape? Oh, yeah. I had the whole outfit, man. <laughs> wow. It was rocking. It was a thanks. It was a... Um, I mean, I wore it on every other day. Honestly, I wore it whenever I wanted, but it was initially. <laughs> hey, um, we haven't done this in a while. Uh, bonus quiz show time. Okay. Who was Elvis Presley's favorite comic book character to the point that uh, he used the superhero's costume as basis for many of his extravagant outfits? Oh my God. Ooh. Based on his outfits, I'd say Captain America, but I don't know that that timeline adds up because I don't the know. Timeline how adds up, but that would not be correct. Okay. I, mean, I, I don't know. Superman? Like who else, you know, wore a cape back then? <laughs> uh, on the right path, it was actually Captain Marvel who oh. nowadays goes by Shazam. Oh, wow. Yeah, huge. Really? Elvis Presley, surprisingly, huge comic book fan. Wait, hold on. So Shazam is, is not Captain Marvel? Not anymore. So the Captain Marvel that Brie Larson was in, that's not the real Captain Marvel? No, so, so I mean, this is a big thing, but the, the small thing. Give the, me the short. The, the, run <laughs> the, the short of it is that comic publisher Fawcett Comics released Captain Marvel about Billy Batson who shouts out Shazam and becomes uh, Captain Marvel. 
Captain okay. Marvel was outselling Superman, but because of his similar power sets to Superman, DC Comics sued the pants off of and ended up buying out Fawcett Comics. Right? Staying with okay. me? Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, because they bought Fawcett Comics, they stopped publishing Captain Marvel, Shazam. Okay. Right? So long, they like didn't put out any Captain Marvel comics for like 35 years long enough for the trademark to Captain Marvel to run out. At which point, Marvel Comics started producing a comic about space alien Marvel as Captain Marvel. I just learned something new about comic books today. Yeah, and, and, now, <laughs> and now they have to print out Shazam as the character's yeah. name instead of the original. And we've brought that back to Elvis. Very clever. Good work. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and on, uh, wait so on the day uh was there a wrestling champ at that point was wrestling too new oh <laughs> uh, uh wait the day that music died no the day that elvis died uh, the was there a wrestling elvis champ 19 oh I, I, there, there, there definitely wasn't like that was like so, w that was still wwf it, it wasn't yeah, wwf that's okay we'll take it this no, is no. a thing we yeah, do like, on birthdays i believe we decide who the no, i was. believe it was wwf at that time. it was still it was still yeah. wwf it didn't become right. wwf until 79 i believe okay yeah my and, timeline was a little bit off there right and so I mean, I'm going to look it up right now, but I think it would probably have been Bruno Sammartino. I was gonna, yeah, Br like, come on. He was, he was champion for like 50 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, dude. Hold up, Jake. Where have you been my whole life? <laughs> yeah, he knows hey, everything hey, about I, wrestling. I'm a, hey, yeah, I, I know this is a music podcast, but yeah, I'm, I'm a wrestling mark. So yeah, <laughs> we, we can talk about wrestling some other time. <laughs> uh, superstar Billy Graham. Oh, there we go. okay. Surprise. On the day Elvis died, our, our WWE champ was <laughs> Billy Graham. There Billy you go, Graham. folks. Shout out. Yeah, superstar <laughs> Billy Graham. Get some. Um, yeah, what, what would have Elvis's career would have, you know, I'm going to take oh. this under the auspices that he would the main thing that hurt him was that hurt him was that he got super out of shape, right? So let's take this under the assumption that he would have been fit, he would have been healthy, that he would have been able to reasonably go into the '80s without any problem. How do you think that he would oh, have handled himself then? Oh, Music he, he would have. Yeah, he. There's no <laughs> doubt that he would have survived through the '80s. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's a music god. He probably, he, perfectly. <laughs> he probably would have become bigger. Oh, yeah. Than he was. Pro oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know? Now, because yeah. he could have easily done, maybe not an ACDC, but a low, like a level lower. But a hairband for sure. It. I mean, he was already kind of like a hairband before a hairband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I but he would have had his own twist on it and it would have been cool. Yeah. I like a Tennessee rock band him. or something like badass. Yeah. See, I see it more like, like, yeah, he's, you know, he survives, you know, the, the eighties and he gets through, yeah, the whole disco era. And then, you know, more in the you know late nineties, once, you know, the, the Elvis thing has kind of died off, you know, we're, we're more into the, 
you know, the edgy stuff, the grunge stuff, but also kind of the more, you know, dancey pop stuff. That's when he starts releasing, you know, all the, the Elvis remixes. Oh, you know, that's where he starts. Oh, oh man. He starts, yeah, doing, yeah, doing that shtick, yeah, you know. Out there with Elvis Madonna. and Avicii in 2015. <laughs> yeah. 97-year-old yeah. 90, Elvis throwing yeah. down on an Avicii track. I'm here yeah. for it, baby. I'm here Jailhouse for it. rock. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll turn the song into a little more conversation. <laughs> I Keep it relevant. <laughs> also think that he would have maybe for for a little bit would have also because he was trying to there at the end of his career taking a step back from music and uh become a movie star a little bit more i also think that that's Mm a he would have made it without question right he would have been what the rock is today except for music well right coming from music but like yeah. for some reason Dwayne Johnson makes the most most money out oh, of yeah. any actor or it's like, like, yeah, he, he was the he was the biggest you know WWE WWF star and then all of a sudden you yep. know he's the biggest actor yeah I can yeah Elvis you know for sure for and sure. he can act I've seen a couple the two two movies that he was most famous for I like uh, Aloha in, uh, what is it Aloha Hawaii it's a good one it's not yeah. great, but it's good. No, he's, he's better than I thought. Completely serviceable in it. Yeah. I'll um, take serviceable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess we, I should have done this with other artists that we've done, but uh, uh, just out of my own curiosity, uh, what are your guys' favorite or or maybe two of your favorite Elvis songs? Ooh. Um, I, I, Suspicious Minds. That's definitely my that number one. It's my go-to. Did that has been my dad that was my dad's favorite elvis song ever he loved that song oh it, it's so good you know just yeah. that, that guitar riff it gets me every single time sure. every single time pat pat <laughs> oh he's he thinking sorry definitely the first oh. one i mentioned um uh, little jailhouse there yeah um and then probably all shook up just because of the the little twang he puts in between everything that always gets me every time. <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, of of Presley's um, "Kentucky Rain." So it's, it's a lesser known Ooh. song of his, but I'm a big fan of it. I think it's 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 like it's it's got a in the ghetto vibe. You know, it's one of his more mature. Oh, God, oh man, my leg just fell asleep big time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <And> just that. <laughs> oh no. Don't sit on a toilet, you might not make it off. This is bad. <laughs> um, I also just want to point out because I think it's super interesting that even though he passed away in 1977, uh Elvis Presley is still the number one uh selling single artist of all time forever yeah yeah i don't know who's that gonna surprise beat me beat that well the only person that came close singular singular person not band yeah. uh, that came close uh was our next discussion michael jackson oh yeah uh, born august 29th 1958 died june 25th 2009 uh I don't know about you guys, but I am a massive Michael Jackson fan. He I mean, yeah, awesome. no, for sure. Musically. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. 
excellent songwriter excellent songs you know as far as where he would be today though is there really a conversation to have about that i got got one guess and i think he'd be canceled and i think we all know where he'd be it begins with a p and o and ends in a risen Yeah, when when Pat, you know, he he told me, yeah, just not that long ago, like, hey, yeah, we're thinking about, you know, we have this idea for this podcast. We're talking about, you know, people, you know, dead artists. Where would they be now? And of course, Michael Jackson. My first thought is just, <laughs> that's it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just just a slight chuckle. That's all he gets. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. but but you know, just, just despite all the all the controversies and everything, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, it, it discredits him as a person, you know, maybe, you know, don't, but it does dis, does not discredit him as a musician and just as an artist, as a songwriter and as a performer. Yeah, and and I mean that's the thing, like you can believe whatever you want to believe, but you know, personally because of because you know, personal things, people I know, people I love, like you can't look past that. And I can 100% say that I didn't used to think this, think that way. But now that I do, I, I definitely don't have any Michael Jackson songs on like my personal playlist of things. But, you know, if one comes on at a, at a wedding, I'm going to break down to it. If I'm at the bar and one comes on, I'm going to sing to it, Mm -hmm. but it's not something that I'm going to be like, adding michael jackson songs to my playlist it's like kevin spacey Mm -hmm. you know like (laughs) garbage human being but if if baby driver's on tv i'll probably watch it (laughs) (laughs) so it's actually movies yeah (laughs) i i yes i mean i love all his music but my favorite song from him is actually from his last album and it's the you rock my world from 2001 Oh yeah, and, and you're you're not talking about the This Is It album. The uh, no, you're talking about Invincible. The, yeah, that's my favorite song he ever did, and that's so, like think about how many generations he spanned. Oh yeah, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just like because you also Was it five Jackson five six six. Yeah, he spanned six generations yeah. with a number one hit. Yeah. Earned five with number one hit, six making music, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what about <laughs> you, Jake? Uh, if you had to take uh, a Jackson song to take to the island with you. Ooh, ooh, boy. man, it, it, it's so great. Uh, or, you know, his songs are so great. Trying to pick one and also totally not stalling as I think. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no the, the, like, Thriller. You can't deny best album, of course. Um, yeah. So, um, oh, like, yeah. Beat It always has just a <laughs> yeah. special place in my heart. I used to be a diehard Michael Jackson hater back when I was a little kid for absolutely no reason other than the fact that I thought that I'd be cool by hating someone who everyone else liked. So, you know, I'm playing Guitar Hero, and there's a song on there, and it's called – and I. I basically misread the title and artist, and I think the song is called "Beat It, Michael Jackson." Michael Jackson, get out of here! So I play that song, like, of course. So, and I'm playing it. I'm like, man, this guy sounds like Michael Jackson. Man, this song's good, but this sounds like Michael Jackson. You're like, I love so. Michael Jackson diss track. Yeah, 
I know. I'm like, you know, just expecting, you know, this verse. Like, yeah, Michael Jackson, get out of here. You're you're oh bad guy. God. That it. is like my Wait, favorite nope. thing I've ever heard in my now. life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, though, the Thriller uh, album, um, you know, you have these musicians that are incredible, incredible musicians, but they can always put out shit songs. Case and point, Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney, the no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I think this is where I leave, guys. Um, it thinks. No, I'm kidding. Well, so here's one thing I want to say about. I was, I was willing to hear you out. (laughs) I want to hear the case, bro. The girl is mine because that song sucks, dude. No, dude. Okay, so. I don't have. I can't really give a case because music is all opinionated. And nope, I, no it's just good, man. It's just good. You know the rule: opinions can be wrong, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is entitled to opinion, but it is important to know that I taught you this at work. Be wrong. Opinions can definitely be wrong, but that is like our um, motto. And I've <laughs> that learned is- that. Yeah, your opinion is very, very wrong here. Um, the doggone girl, she is mine. And next. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I have one last thing I want to hit on with him because this is where I thought he shined was I think he was the creator of the modern day music video. I mean, he was. Yeah. But Oh, you think what a what a riveting and unique take on Michael Jackson's musical ability. No, I know. But (laughs) my thing with him is not that just the fact that it was quality is that there was storytelling involved. Yeah. You'd have like five minutes before the video even really started. <laughs> well, the, uh, be like music video for, the music video for Thriller was actually oh. nominated for the Academy Award for Best Short Film. That's insane. My favorite Jeez. one is Bad. Yeah. Oh, Bad is great. Where That's they my favorite their one. hands and they do like yeah. the... Oh, hell yeah. So oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I am a huge mark. <laughs> For the smooth criminal music video, oh. <laughs> with a like light up sidewalk, give me yeah, give- <laughs> the one in Lewistown. <laughs> yeah, oh man, that thing would be taken apart and sold for drug money. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh. also wanna wanna take a little bit right now, um, to talk about two artists that I think really we we never saw their peak and I am super interested to see what you guys would say where they may have gone next right and those are Tupac and B.I.G. right um Tupac, born June 16th, 1971, died September 13th, 1996, at the age of 25, and the notorious B.I.G., born May 24, 21st, 1972, died March 9th, 1997, at the age of 24, both of them mysteriously shot, okay, um, mm-hmm. As as a a mod, I wouldn't say huge. I, I only say not a huge fan of rap because I'm not a huge mainstream rap fan. But I'm a big underground rap fan. I'm a big indie rap guy. Um, 
and of course, if you're a fan of hip hop or rap at all, you have to have respect and so much love for for Machiavelli and the notorious one. Uh, you guys have any any thoughts of where these guys would have gone? I do, and I think they both take separate paths. I think one, I think Tupac makes music for the rest of his life. Okay. I think he stays an artist, does produ- producing on the side, but I think Biggie goes and does a lot of mu- music production. I think he ends up becoming like a rock star there. I don't know that he More keeps behind the kind of like yeah, kinda like his best friend Puff did. Yeah, like I think that's kind of where he ends up, and I don't know why. I, it just the vibe from their two different sets of music. I don't think that Biggie's style would have lasted as long as Tupac's would have. Yeah, I I think similar things, but I also mm-hmm. think that Tupac could have been a burgeoning Hollywood star. I think I, yeah. yeah, I think he had a unique look about him and a, a unique attitude that he would have he could have made it in movies as well spike lee would have had him in his movies oh my god in a heartbeat yeah he should have been fucking blade (laughs) that would have been awesome (laughs) shake um (laughs) yeah so yeah this is definitely my yeah where i least shine in terms of just like music yeah 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 we're gonna drop off a little bit during the rap section (laughs) yeah yeah i mean if if it wasn't obvious (laughs) already yeah jake likes his john denver (laughs) leave him yeah me and my my john denver christmas (laughs) (laughs) tupac and john denver 2015 with a vg all right now but um No, like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like, it's I, I, I really want to get into rap. You know, at some point, you know, I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll learn about it. But yeah, it's just, it's not my genre. You know, I respect Tupac and I respect, you know, Biggie for, you know, just, you know, what they've, you know, done for, for rap and just their influence on, you know, that genre. You know, I just don't have a whole lot to speak about it. Yeah, I, I hear you. Fair enough. Yeah, I, and those were really the only two. Um, rapper because honestly you know i think and i'm not gonna talk about my personal opinions of these guys because nobody would like them um but like (laughs) we don't need to be talking about like juice world or or little peep i really don't care yeah they're 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 a little too young and too like they're yeah, their their careers I didn't, didn't really I didn't last see how they long had a enough to yeah they, yeah they weren't long enough around long enough to really create an influence to really cement themselves as like super like mainstream long term artists. You're right. Yeah, and the the only one that maybe catches up that way is Mac Miller, and. I don't and, know. And I, and, I, and I don't think that he was anything to write, you know, controversial opinion alert. We, you, we, you, we, you. Uh, I don't think that Mac Miller was anything special. No, he was very poppy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I like, fair enough. And I like my rap to be rap. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like, I love a rap song that has no like chorus in it. That's yeah, just, just straight flow. Yeah, I give me like a two, three minute, just complete like 76 bar. And that's my <laughs> shit right there. I absolutely love that. Yeah, that's your yeah. underground rap talking right there. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 
absolutely. Uh, who else you guys want to talk about a little bit? Uh, I have one more that we haven't mentioned yet. Yes. Um, and then I have a surprise one that is going <laughs> to just annoy the crap out of you. And I can't wait, but <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, I want to first get into Selena. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll tell you who and, is a huge fan of Selena uh, is my brother. Um, I thought you were going to say one of your sisters. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, they are too, obviously. Um, Selena, born on April 16th, 1971, died March 31st. 1995 the age of 23 uh shot by the president of her fan club insane <laughs> that's a, just tragic that is an amazing oh, story that is an amazing story oh. if you guys have never heard, i mean it's too much that i can't get into and i i don't know yeah. the specifics off the top of my head but i've watched a couple documentaries and listened to a few podcast episodes that is a crazy story Oh my gosh. But the reason I want to get into her is because mm -hmm. if she had not died at 23, I don't believe you have a reason for anybody like JLo to ever exist. I don't think JLo gets the crowd that she gets because she kind of replaced Selena in the music world. She was that Latina well, America. Well, mm -hmm. dude, Jennifer, you Lopez. don't need her. You have Selena. Like she was that. Well, well dude jennifer lopez played selena i know well, i know right like, <laughs> and that's like just, what it, and that's like what got her into music <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah and that's that's what i'm saying like she you know even that i mean she I mean, wouldn't it's impossible to to think about um the latin influence of of music into the mm -hmm. world without selena Shakira yeah <laughs> you're yeah. not getting that no no, no no you're not um yeah Selena she she would definitely be like you know kind of like a Shakira though just in you know where she's yeah definitely yeah. still you know make, yeah, she, making music she would have been a top top five Super Bowl halftime show oh she oh, would have yeah. done it at the yeah. age of 45 and she would have still looked smoking oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah it would have yep. been it would have been a trio of mm -hmm. of women that year uh, uh, for it. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, I think that it isn't isn't a a um, too far stretch to say that she's got to be the Marilyn Monroe of Hispanic female artists. You know, and and what and yeah. twenty three man right at the beginning of her life. It is impossible Ugh. to think about where she would have went, you know, but no, for sure. Yeah. It could have gone south <laughs> or she could have become the biggest thing to happen from Latin. America. No, but yeah, I mean, with, yeah, just, you know, Latin artists in general, like in their, you know, just, you know, home countries, even though, yeah, she was uh, born in america um yeah you know she's yeah, you know still, still even has if you're that born latin, in america you know, that latin family yeah like she's she still has that influence on those latin countries yeah. and they're so you know extremely yeah. loyal she would still be she would you know even in 2020 she would probably still be you know selling 
you know, selling hella albums, just, you know, dropping things and they, and they would buy it because it's Selena, you know, that that's their home girl. You know, she's selling out, you know, selling out albums all over Central America. Yeah, that's how Pitbull does it. I was about, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was talking about one day with my, my coworkers um, was that like, I don't know, there's something weird about Hispanics that Hispanics just want to see other Hispanics succeed. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter if you're a, a Tejano or a Chicano or Mexicano or, or from, from Belize mm-hmm. or, or Spania. Like if you are Hispanic, everyone else who is Hispanic loves you and will support you because we want to see mm-hmm. our own people succeed. And exactly. She's like the embodiment of that. You know? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about you, our resident deer? You got another one you want to hit us with? (laughs) Um, I know we we hit a you know hit some good ones. You know, there's some you know obvious obvious ones out there. Bad ones. You know, there there's John Lennon. Um, you know, there's uh, you know, guy who else was on my list over there? Um, yeah, right. I have it. The the one that I like. The one that I talk about a lot that not a lot of people talk about is Frank Zappa. Um, I'm a huge fan. Um, (laughs) You know, you know, but yeah, he's just, uh, yeah, with him, you know, he's, uh, he's a very interesting one. Let's talk about the Zap man. Uh, Born December 21st, 1940 and died December 4th uh, on 1993. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, I mm-hmm. uh, was very late to the uh, mm-hmm. Frank Zappa train. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, same, yeah. But, I mean, the moment that, you know, obviously people play other people's songs around you, and you kind of half listen because it's not your own music, but then mm-hmm. you hear one from them and you're like god damn who is this this is pretty awesome in here you know and, yeah. and all it takes is that one mm-hmm. and and boy oh boy was valley girl that one for me <laughs> Typical. no i'm kidding <laughs> no no, no it's, a great, it's a great song you know you, you can't deny it you know, you know, for me that it's Joe's garage, you know, just, you know, the title track of the, of that album, you know, it's just everything about it. Just, you know, from, from top bottom, the instrumentation, the vocals, just God, the, the way that the song just flows and progress. Ah, oh, God, I'm, I'm like getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Like, but yeah, with like Frank Zappa. Yeah. He's like, he is, he's one of those people that, you know, I think that, yeah, when he died, it was probably for his own good because you think about just like the type of guy that he was and you know the types of things that he stood for he would have hated the internet you know he would have you know that he would have been like anti-internet campaigns like get rid of this thing dude i read a quote and you're so right (laughs) Mm -hmm. that it was saying that he was a registered democrat but in an interview he said that that might not last long. I'm going to shred that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Honesty. Yeah. No, that was a 1991. So yeah. Democrat was a little different back then. No, but yeah. <laughs> but no, he, he was definitely, yeah, he was, he was no bullshit. You know, he, he knew what he was, he knew what he wanted, you know, and just, yeah, he, I don't know. He just never gets, you know, we, no one ever talks about Frank Zappa as much as they should. And, you know, maybe it's because he doesn't have, you know, a real hit out there, but yeah, he's, he's one of those names that, yeah, you hear about, but you hardly anyone can really name a song by him except for Valley girl. Yeah. You know? hey man, Bobby Brown's the, the real, the real dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, 60 albums. He worked yeah, on 60, 60 plus albums. Yeah. Yeah, he he did How? he did a lot. Yeah, he 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 lived in Laurel Canyon. What? You know, he he lived next door to everybody, so he can do anything. He's Frank Zappa. Yeah, and, you know, and you know, he's like a, a special palette. He, he's his own person. No one could be him. No one yeah, could try his, to be him. His, if he was like in the X Men, his mutant gene would be that he could create a fully mixed album out of thin air. Yeah. <laughs> he, he sneezes and he. Yeah, he just creates, you know, the score to Interstellar. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, uh, oh and that's God. where, I, and I said it before for a couple people, but it, I think that Frank Zappa could have had a major career in some film composition. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Especially like, because, because mm-hmm. this, you know, his early, his like mid-career, I should say, is just riddled with, um, with, with progressive rock, which is mm-hmm. already much of a of a mm-hmm. storytelling form of music um you know i look at i look at bands like like rush or or journey and and, and it's so clear mm-hmm. to me where where zappa influenced them oh yeah and and i've heard some of his more like um was it um like symphony-esque you know compositions yeah. and you know I, I i hear that stuff and i'm like man like you know, maybe he could have made the score to, you know, an Elder Scrolls game or something like that. You know, video game oh my God, composer cool. Frank Zappa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's no question about that to me. Um, mm-hmm. That dude's awesome. And yeah, 10 out of 10 facial hair. Oh, you, you can't beat that mustache. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is like, <laughs> it, it looks like something that like you tape onto your upper lip to pretend yeah. to have. Like if I went to a party and had a disguise that I was there, I would put on that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you can't go, can't go wrong with that. <laughs> Absolutely. What about, uh, okay, Patrick. You gotta. You say you oh, got a knockout. one. Yeah, you say you got a knockout. Yeah, we're excited to talk about it because this is the first kind of younger celebrity death that hit our generation. Okay. And had its kind of heyday there as being a little popular. Um, Corey Monteith from Glee. Oh. Well, I want to know where you yeah. think he would have ended up. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, Corey Monty, born uh, it May 11th, 1982, died July 13th, 2013. Thir- 2013. Yeah, that's a, that's a year. <laughs> 2013 uh, by alcohol and heroin overdose. Uh, my thoughts about that is I have none. I never watched Glee. 
I have no idea who this yeah. guy is. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Wait, Jake, you don't? I'm the just high school you musical I, I know fan? You, never watched I, I, Glee? No, I never watched. I'm a high school musical for life. Man. Yeah, dude. High school wow. versus Glee. Oh. Wow. I, never, as the Jets I thought I'd at least have Jake on this train with me. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. The picture that he has up on Wikipedia, he looks like the he looks like an eraser head. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think he probably would have been cast in a movie as various school utensils. That's what I think. <laughs> he plays the pencil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh I have to erase my mistakes. You guys are so mean. <laughs> So he got on this show. He got on this show because of an audition of him drumming. Of Glee? He wasn't even singing. Yeah. They invited him in for an audition because he had charisma and was just doing some of the drumming things and had some rhythm. So they were hoping he could do it. Sure. And he spent basically the whole show learning how to sing. Like the first season was rough. Real rough. Uh, <laughs> not great. <laughs> Uh, did he die in like the middle of a season or like in between seasons? What yeah. yeah, yeah, at the end of one. Okay, okay. Um, yep. And then they were about to start <laughs> shooting the next season. Um, real sad. Yeah. Well, then I guess my. Uh, but he was one that I kind of thought would end up. You, th- huh? you think that he would have? He would have made it. I think as an actor, he would have. I think he yeah. would have been in romantic comedies and like found a, found a niche. Yeah, um, that is probably Do cameo in you season three <laughs> <laughs> and Mass Singer. Yeah, and Mass Singer season four. <laughs> like I think this is weird that they're doing the him and Janis really Joplin. Weird that he's singing yeah. a song from Rocky Horror Picture Show again. Um. Yeah, movie star. Yeah, I I get a low level. Yeah, I I really did. I did see that. Like as he, because I watched everything up until the last season. Because once they got into college, there's no more reason to watch Glee. Like it was really about the high school time frame and Mm -hmm. overextended the show a little bit. Hey, Uh, you know what? It's a common belief that the great that the biggest problem with Spider Man is that he left high school could be yep yeah we're gonna know eventually if we ever have to watch spider-man i guess we don't have to no i didn't get that choice whenever he whenever he graduates (laughs) high school they just recast him (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) though i am i am pumped for the film harvest with spider-man on it Um, oh yeah is there any other one you guys want to want to hit off um we could talk about John Lennon, but I feel like John Lennon was already yeah. kind of at the ass end of, of what he was yeah. doing. Yeah, and like musically, yeah, you know, just, you know, with that last album that he really released just before he died. Yeah, it's, you know, hard to say, you know, he, he, he probably, you know, he would have sold albums, you know, he's John Lennon. Um, I know there's, you know, just some whole, you know, the whole cancel culture thing and this whole uh, recent allegations of him in domestic violence and you know just some other stuff that's you know coming up so you know it probably wouldn't be a big hit with the 2021 crowd but you know he he would have been uh he would have been still selling some albums and you know 
probably would have, you know, done that uh, one off Paul McCartney, John Lennon tour, maybe. Oh, or a boxing match. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. celebrity <laughs> boxing match. <laughs> That's my guess. That's what I want. I want yeah, who John really Lennon wrote Penny versus Lane. Paul McCartney. Oh, remember when that show was on TV? <laughs> celebrity death match? Yeah. Yes, I remember. Yeah. There was a. Um, of course. Oh, my God. How great would that one be? <laughs> it would be my favorite. I'm going to look up. Ooh, we could get a uh, celebrity death match. They could do a rap history, too. Yes. Those YouTube <laughs> guys, those, that would be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, is this a thing or is this just a thing? Pretty okay. Sh- I know that that was the same sentence, but they were different. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to say, is this a real thing or is this just a fan-made photo? And it was a fan-made photo. Oh. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Uh, All right, Uh, Patrick, any other ones? That's what we got. I'm good. I hear you. Uh, And all the good ones. Yeah, Not, there haven't been many like in our generation yet that have mm-hmm. hit us in a way that I think, yeah, I've you know like, had that effect that an Elvis had. Yeah, or, I, I really feel know, like at like at the end of the day, it your Kurt like, Cobain, like yeah, like even you know all the you know Avicii jokes and you know we talk about uh, you know Juice World and people who have died young very recently. Like it, it takes a decade really to be able to look back and see like all right music's changed so much you know now we can start to see you know where would this person have been so so yeah you you also see how 10 years from now we can have this conversation again (laughs) and and, and another thing that that is uh, is is also a little strange with with the modern world is that it's moving so much faster than any uh, you know just because of our our use of social media um you know I hate this. I hate any term that that is just like an allegory for our 15 minutes. So like this, like TikTok famous thing, like to me, if you're famous on TikTok, then that actually shows me that you're nothing. Like if you can be famous on TikTok, anybody can. That isn't famous to me. Um, So I think about it. You brought up the decades, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I think like today jake and i make a joke about the song all the time because there was something in some what was the paper you said it was in the newspaper or the not newspaper what am i 80 years old the <laughs> magazine rolling stone oh right, um, right? driver's like yeah uh, the, the bridge of the song driver's license by olivia rodrigo according to rolling stones magazine is quote one of the best bridges in music history so see, this Get is our opinions. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I think back to like early 2010s when you have like a Trey songs and he's just out there killing it. Yeah. And like Jason yeah. Derulo and all these people that are out there and making this music that's a little different and unique. And you can tell it's yeah. crazy. No, so. yeah. It's <laughs> God best bridge in music history. Get now. <laughs> Sorry, your 16-year-old relationship didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> and you're also, stalking also, him. Also, yeah. that, that person, that, I'll 
tell you what, NSYNC made a song about that. Means nothing to me. That sentence may have been from like an alien language that just learned English. And so they're like, they just try to put string together a series of words that they knew created a sentence, but really meant nothing. You know, put all of all lyrics ever written, just put it in one of those, you know, charts where, you know, yeah. the most common word, you know, is bigger than all the others. Yeah. Forget what they're called. This joke is really bad. Um, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> that, that's that, that's that bridge. I'm out. I'm yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Gentlemen. I think uh, we did uh, it. Yeah, we absolutely yeah. did the thing, but before we get out of here, uh, once more, this has been the Two Bears Media Review, a part of the Pop Culture Forest. Uh, right now, we're mainly on Spotify, so you can find us there for sure. Leave us a five-star review. That's always helpful. Keep listening. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Jake, are you? have you been interested in anything lately? What, what are your current interests? Uh, video games, books, movies, music? What have you been into? Um, you know, uh, you know, I'm coming back to, to wrestling, you know, I'm a, you know, big AEW fan watching that, you know, every Wednesday or Friday or Saturday, whenever they decide to, to put that show on at this point. This will date um, it a little bit, but big jungle boy, Kenny Omega. Fight oh on. yeah. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that match. You know, I, you know, I'm looking, you know, seeing a uh, hangman take that title off of him. Eventually we'll, Dude, we'll see. Hopefully that, that, that has to happen. Gotta be, it has to happen. Uh, yeah. Um, I am so glad you have a millennial <laughs> cowboy, man. He's the best yeah. part of the forest. Here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I love whenever he comes out and the little stings that they put, you know, oh, little jokes like like man, oh he, he lost his mind lawnmower. today. Okay. Yeah, lawnmower ran out of gas. God, so next, great. The next week he yeah. had to buy, borrow five bucks for his lawnmower. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, when I first noticed that. God, I, I thought that it was like a production error. Like, I think it said, like, it was when he was just, you know, depressed cowboy. And, you yeah. know, they just, you know, were just treating him like an outcast, like no one cared about him. And, you know, they just put like default text as his little sting. And I'm like, man, was that a production error? And I thought that I like, I cracked the code. Yeah, I caught them. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was intentional. <laughs> no, but yeah, re- you know, wrestling, uh, you know, I've been uh, trying to 100% Super Mario 3D World, uh, you know, a little bit late to the game on that. You know, just a Nintendo fan, you know, video games, wrestling. That's my that's my personality right there. <laughs> what, what is your favorite of the three on, on, on 3D World? Oh, 3D World, not All-Stars. My bad. Oh, we were talking about All-Stars. Yeah, oh, <clears throat> Mario 64. I grew up with that game um, that I will forever – that is my favorite video game of all time. I, wa- I bought that game, All-Stars. I wanted to send it right away in the first – huh? What was that? For real. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, yeah, 100%ed it. I love it. Uh, took a day or two, and then I hopped on to Sunshine, tried playing that, and the controls are so terrible. I think I got to so World 2 hard and I just gave up. Sunshine. I gave up. And and, terrible, and Galaxy, it's so hard playing those. I tried Galaxy. I haven't gotten to Galaxy yet. I'm terrified now. Yeah, <laughs> it's so hard to control it. Yeah, my fiance and I. Yeah, we've been looking. We we played a Galaxy together on on a Wii several years ago. So when I saw, yeah, All Stars, we're we're like, fuck yeah, let's play it. You know, looking forward to it. And so yeah, hopefully, yeah, I'm terrified. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a rough one. It's a rough one. It's cool. Yeah. It's got a cool, it's, 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 the idea behind it is yeah. cool. Yeah, you, you don't have to backtrack. It's okay. You can be honest. <laughs> oh, but I felt the same way. I, I really, 
my Mario game growing up was definitely Sunshine. I didn't have a 64 growing up, so definitely Sunshine. And it was a little disappointing with the with the with how they modded that into the Switch. I will admit that. Yeah. 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 Remakes and remasters there. You know, they don't really uh not really working out as well, you know. But I SpongeBob am game battle for bikini bottom. Yeah, but I am well. super pumped <laughs> for the uh Skyward Sword coming. I think that one will be okay. Yeah, I, I never played Skyward Sword. You know, that's one of the very few, you know, Zelda games that, you know, I didn't didn't get around to. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that one out. Sure. Absolutely. And that now we know why they made it or yeah. redid it because they have yeah. the, they finally announced the second one. So, well, yeah. They should have they should have also ported Wind Waker, which is my favorite yeah. Zelda game. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah, for you. So gr- so great. Yeah. It's a great you. game. No, not only me. <laughs> okay that's the only one that you sail in <laughs> and why is and why is assassin's creed for the best one because it's on a boat <laughs> why is wind waker I'm the glad best i know one? that's my bad because it's on a fucking boat <laughs> all right Let's calm down. All right. No, I would not calm down. I want to be on a boat. What a boat, Patrick. That's like my life goal, by the way, Jake. If you don't know, you should know. My uh, number one life goal is to own a boat. <laughs> hey, just get you a rich uncle, and that's not too hard. Yeah. Right, Shots at someone I know. Appreciation value. <laughs> uh, what about you, Patrick? Oh, okay. What are you into recently? Um. We watched the first episode of Loki. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on, I, I, need with to, I need to ask you. All right, so time police. Okay, uh, <laughs> time cops. Uh, it's fine. Time cops. Let's go. Okay, so are you? The, the are time you... cops were really corny, and I was a little upset with that. Oh, I, love <laughs> I was hoping that it would be the opposite, and that my opinion would not be validated, but it was. I love yeah, how yeah, they are. <laughs> what? I love how silly they are. They just, I don't. They just I wanted Loki to be a somewhat serious one. I think you don't get he's, that way. Because he it, is the silly Disney. character. It's so Disney. I wanted like, I don't know. Yeah. Like like even like Star Wars is the serious thing, but they still, you know, make jokes. You know, yeah. it, it's Disney. That's what they do. It, sure. It's a, it's a yeah. comedy. No matter what genre it is, it's a comedy. Well, yeah. that's what I always try. You know, you say, you say Star Wars and Disney. That's what I always say about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy works because it's Star Wars, but everybody's Han Solo. Oh, yeah. And man, <laughs> Drax makes that movie. Oh. Batista, my dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Batista. Yeah. I don't know. You know, Jake, Jake's on board with the uh, proclivity to have Batista and everything. So we're fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's all. He fits the group well. That's, yeah. our, that's, that's the, that's the like, thesis you statement know, of this podcast is we're trying to get Batista <laughs> more acting jobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that I finished up was the episodes of demon slayer so now it's time to watch the movie and i am super pumped have you still not watched invincible yet no i want to give that a shot so what is the what's the big deal with invincible sell me on it okay so invincible is a story about oh. superman's son but superman's probably evil okay, okay. 
And so, and so you have a, okay. a and, and the son is like trying to come into his own as, as a superhero uh, without relying on his dad, but his dad's like doing some things that it seems like he's purposefully sabotaging his own son. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it has like, has all, all the comic book tropes, but kind of flips them on their heads. Um, yeah. It's, it's hard to talk about without spoiling like the big things, but I'll tell you what, maybe sure. the biggest thing of the episode uh, of the season happens at the end of episode one. So if you get through okay. the end of episode one and you don't want to see the rest of them, the show's just not for you. But I haven't met somebody who's gotten that far and, and all right. didn't need to. Well, hey, I'll, I'll give episode. Yeah, I'll give episode one a shot. And I mean, I'll, one episode's you know. not a bad sell. It's not like, oh, watch the whole season. Maybe you'll you like know it. how I feel about that. picks up on season three. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Jake, yeah, we have a very me. big problem when someone's like, just watch the whole first season. You'll like it by the time you're done. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah if a... you have to invest, yeah, if you have to put seven hours into something to like it, you know, is it worth your time? The answer is always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, oh, Bob Mundo, what's your book of the month? Oh, my book of the month is the pe- Ten Cent Plague. Everyone, the Ten Cent Plague. Uh, it is a historical uh, uh, tome about you know the nineteen. 1950- I just recently told you about this, Patrick, about the Comics Code Authority, mm-hmm. about how they yeah. censored uh, comic books in the nineteen fifties, and there's a lot of American historians. The thing that that's why we got like the summer of love in 69 and the rise of like rock music because parents were so focused on the comic books that the kids actually went out and did other shit um so it's about <laughs> the history of comic censorship the 10 cent play it's great nice yeah about midway through it right now yeah yep so nice what else you watch and read yeah, absolutely. Besides that, uh, I've been watching Harley Quinn on HBO Max. Uh, if if you if you want like a, a, a female positive superhero s- story that isn't beating you over the head with feminism, and also oh, good good for, good for laughs, this is exactly what you want. It's totally right. Woke without you like rolling your eyes at the wokeness yeah it, it's it's subtly woke yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and if you if, if, if any of you out there haven't gotten a chance my short short review of cruella is on our is listenable right now you can go on there and check it out um just brings us back to the feminism topic yeah, but yeah absolutely i like that. Yeah, that 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 makes me actually want to check it out because anytime i hear stuff like that i'm like oh okay it's just gonna kick you over and over again until you understand that women are powerful and there is like, we know that there we is all have women in our lives your mom's one of the greatest people ever that shit. yeah yeah i mean come on mama lopez she's the shit yeah mama lopez, <laughs> mama Weaver's mama the lopez shit. beat ass if she needs to <laughs> i'm sure jake's mama's the shit you know that's just, we all know that <laughs> yeah yeah she has her moments. <laughs> no, I love it. No, I love it. I'm kidding. She doesn't have her moments. Her moments yeah. are all the time. <laughs> this so, is her moment. Short story about my mom. When I was in CCD, there was one time she went to the nun's office because they added parts to Hal Mary that we had to memorize. 
and I didn't want to memorize them. And she thought it was ridiculous that we had to learn another prayer, even though we already learned one. So she went down and told that nun what was up. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I swear she did that. Oh my God. It happened. Like that, that woman will jump in front of a fire for you if she needed to like <laughs> all over a prayer and she went to catholic school <laughs> as a kid <laughs> wow i don't she went to catholic I, school I, once and now she knows how to how to do it yeah. <laughs> that's all she went to like <laughs> yeah that is crazy awesome. well yeah thanks for sharing that story jake our our resident dear Thank you for, for hey, joining hey, us. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. thanks for thanks for having me on. I'm, you know, it, you know, it's fun. You know, thanks for uh for picking my brain and uh yeah, listening to my input and yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I appreciate yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, we'll have uh we'll 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 let you know if we got another musical one coming up. Sure or thing. wrestling and, one. Or wrestling like that. Yeah, or wrestling one. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I tell uh, uh Patrick the history of wrestling. If you, uh, uh, hey, and, and that's the podcast. And, and I just right get there. story yeah. told. Yeah. Shame, <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, our history uh, uh, in our in our episodes has a uh, Eddie Guerrero bio in it. So give that a listen to sometimes, listener. Uh, we said it before, but we'll say it again. Please, uh, if you want to see us grow, uh, get us out. Get some new listeners. Recommend us to a friend. Give us a nice five-star review and a and a, just a short couple-sentence review. That would really, really help us out. And come in contact with us. Give us suggestions over topics you want to hear. And as always, ask us a question. It's super easy. All you have to do is email us at popcultureforest at gmail.com. That over there is the Vanilla Bear Patrick. What up? And of course, we had our dear Jake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and if you don't know, you should know. I'm the Chocolate Bear Mundo. We'll see you next time. And as always, Patrick. Hashtag Batista for MK. Mortal Kombat 2, we're coming. <laughs> We're doing it. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Batista for Mortal Kombat. <laughs>